Y'all, it's Be Still Be Free. Sarah is kicking it off. You know how much I hate doing this, right? I told Monica, I you started with a y'all. Y'all, because that would be me, right? I don't have a radio voice. Like, I don't mind talking, but um, Amber and you always just say, you have a much more beautiful voice than I do. Because I mask my voice to say hello. (laughs) Welcome to Be Still Be Free. (laughs) So listen, we are in week two of our new series, and we um, haven't completely decided um, as we're recording. By the time you see this, we'll know for sure. but we don't know if we're still be thoughtful or be, be thinkers. thinkers. Listen, I really like, there's something really strong about be thinkers. So I like the be thinkers because it's think on these things. Absolutely. I just, yeah. Thoughtful you know? was the first thing that came to my mind. I never, and I just, yeah, moved on. I think, I think it's, it's be thinkers. thinkers. I think you're right. Email us. Let's <laughs> Just Let us know if you would have you're preferred. Already gonna know. You're already going to know because the graphics will already The be graphics. Out. I don't know. I'm seeing brains. I'm seeing <laughs> wheels. <laughs> wheels turning. Very typical things so that you would expect. Funny. A music note. Um, but anyways, <laughs> we are so excited to be here today. And Monica, stop. Monica <laughs> is going to talk to us today about true and honest. True and so honest. So Philippians 4.8 is our verse. And okay. we have broken down what how Paul puts it, whatever is true, whatever is honest, whatever is just, whatever is pure. Yep. So we're starting with money. Okay, I'm sorry. I have <laughs> oh, a- this is part of the thing we didn't talk about. <laughs> I have a little puppy and she's <laughs> ringing the bell to go outside, but I don't think she has to go outside. And now she's chasing her tail. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, I'll hold her. If she'll let you. Hey, Lilo, come here. We interrupt this <laughs> podcast to bring you a really sweet teddy bear of a dog that doesn't look anything like Sarah. Come here. Lilo, come here. Cross. Come here, sweet girl. Maybe I can edit. Maybe I can edit all that out if I okay. need to. Okay, so she's in my lap and she's so sweet and gives the best kisses. She's ever. a little golden doodle and she's been precious. She's been so good for Addie. Yeah. Um, and me too, but with the with Brylin leaving town, um, she's been a been a great little companion. It's, it's been good. So okay, precious. that's a total sidebar. If you need a good breeder, I've got a good breeder set. Um, <laughs> all right, so okay. Monica's talking to us today about true and honest. About true and honest. Okay, so the Greek word for true. That um, is used in this verse means loving the truth, speaking the truth, not concealed or hidden. Mm. Um, here's something that just made me giggle with joy. The root word of the word true is alpha, which is not just the first letter, Greek letter, letter of the Greek alphabet, but it's how Christ refers to himself yes. as the alpha and the omega. <gasps> so oh what gave me goosebumps is that truth is Christ. And that truth is what is true in the light of Christ, because true is Christ. And the truth will set you free. And the truth will set you free. There are 25 verses in the New Testament that use this word. And a lot of them, like half of them or more, are in reference to God and Christ being true. Um, John 3 says God is true. John 8 says my judgment is true. And that's Christ's words. John 10 says, all things spoken of Jesus were true. Romans says, God be true. They're all in reference to the truth, Jesus, mm. and truth in comparison to Christ and what God says is true. So, good. so it's not my truth. It's not truth according to my feelings. It's not truth according to what someone tells me. It's not truth according to Fox News or CNN, but it's mm. truth in relation to Jesus himself. So good. So I just thought that was like the best thing I could have ever read in my entire life. I love it. And it's crazy how things are going to go together. Oh, I cannot Mm -hmm. wait. I cannot wait. Um, 
David Guzik, the commentator, says on this verse that there that these are the fruit and the food of the mind that is guarded by the peace of God. When we put good things into our mind, they stay in our mind and then come forth from us. Um, so like Sarah said, and John MacArthur said, garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. It's just that simple, kids. It's just geeko. <laughs> you get geeked up about geeko. Geeko. Hashtag geeko. Um Matthew Henry says, we are exhorted to get and keep a good name, a name for good things with God and good men. Whatsoever things are true and honest, a regard to truth in our words and engagements and to decency and becomingness in our behavior, suitable to our circumstances and condition of life. Um, so I, I did a little exercise with myself um, okay. that I wanted to kind of like map out this thing because okay. sometimes what we believe is truth is a lie. Um, and other times when we say like, I'm just focusing on the facts and I'm being realistic. Um, the facts are true. Like sometimes the facts are the facts, but what we need to focus on is truth in love in the light of Christ. Yeah. So here's how that would play out. Um, what we usually do are we believe lies, we believe facts, and then there's the truth. So in the, one example, and some of these I just made up, some okay. of, but just to kind of give a broad perspective, like round out the lie is I'm such a loser and a total slob. I can't believe I'm so fat. Mm. I mean, you know, Hey, it's January. Yes. The fact is maybe I ate more than I should have over the holidays and gained seven pounds. <laughs> this is just a lie. It's though. Just, this is just, a no, lie. this is the fact. <laughs> This is just made up. It's not based on anything real. <laughs> totally whatsoever. not. Totally fictional. <laughs> Cakes and ice cream. And sh- yeah. Um, the truth is my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, I really do need to treat it better. Oh, that's good. So that is truth. Like, yes. like, sure. The fact is that this happened, but the truth is this is the truth. God says that my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. That's right. And the truth is I do need that's to treat good. it better. That's good. Um, the, a lie. I'm stuck in this situation and nothing will ever, ever change for me. The fact is I keep doing the same things and expecting different results. Mm. But the truth is I can do all things through Christ and he wants me to be free and whole by his strength. I can take whatever step he shows me to take next. So good. Um, lie. I love this. This is totally made up. So Greg, if you ever listen, my <laughs> husband is literally the worst. And this other guy over here is everything I've been looking for. The grass will be so much greener over there. The fact is my marriage is in trouble and needs resuscitating. Mm. The truth is we made a covenant with God and each other on our wedding day. I need to do everything as far as it depends on me to live at peace with him and do whatever it takes to make our so marriage good. thrive. This is a great practical application. Yes. So you that know, is like, definitely one of the practical applications. Yeah. Like what is the lie that you're believing as truth? What is the fact? Mm-hmm. But then what is in light of Christ? Mm-hmm. What is the truth? Truth doesn't hide its head in the sand and pretend there's no problem, but rather looks at the problem in the light of Christ and decides to think on that. And one thing I love about truth, the root word for truth being alpha, Alpha. is that Jesus himself, when you look through the Bible, he never hid the truth. He always spoke boldly, which we know just means plainly stating the facts about a situation, but it was never without a hope or a resolution. Mm. And there was always an answer to it through him and his truth held no condemnation or shame. So good. So we get stuck in the lie and then we get stuck in the shame and negativity spiral. Mm -hmm. So um, how we think on things that are true is take that, put it up to the light of Christ. And what is the truth of the situation? Be honest in your assessment because Jesus would tell you, yeah, you've had five husbands. That's right. That man you're with right now is not your husband, right. but there's no shame or condemnation. And there was hope in it. I yep. am the living water that will give you what you really need. That's awesome. So lies, facts, and truth. They're all, all three different no things. More, mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. Oh, so good. Um, 
So then we move on to honest. So I mean, honestly, honestly. (laughs) So, you know, it's the same thing, totally, except not really so much. So in the Greek, the word honest means venerable, which means to command respect, impressive dignity, high and noble character. Mm. Um, August, which I had to look that up. I didn't know what the word August meant. No. But it's um, inspiring reverence or admiration, supreme dignity, majestic. (gasps) Wow. Um, Revered, honorable. And so that's what the Greek word for um, think on things that are honest is things that would be um, commanding respect, impressive dignity, um, majestic, inspiring reverence. The root word for this means devout to revere, to worship. Mm. And so what that tells me is that thinking about things that are honest and then in turn acting with that character is an act of worship to God. Mm, I love that. Isn't that so that good? Is so great. Like how awesome, like worshiping God is not just singing and worshiping God is not just the giving of our tithes and offering, which the pastor always says we give. <laughs> giving is an act of worship, but worship is also acting with honesty. That's awesome. With impressive Authentic- dignity. Yeah. Authenticity. Love that. Um, Honorable. That Greek word for honest um, is only used four times in the Bible and that's in this Philippians verse, but the other three times it's used to describe how either the deacons, husbands, or wives are to conduct themselves and oh, what characters wow. should be on display. That's awesome. So every use of the word is in relation to this is how you should conduct yourself. Mm. Um, so for me, thinking on things that are true is meditating on what God says is true. Thinking on things that are honest is meditating on what would be honorable and majestic character. And how can I display that with impressive dignity? Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting because I'm going to talk a little bit about this too, but you know, you talk about truth is Christ. And really when you talk about what honest means, majestic reverence, Mm -hmm. that's how you would describe Christ. Yes. You know, it's exactly Mm -hmm. how you would describe Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just, I just love, love that. that there's two different things, but they're things that just carry so much more weight. Mm-hmm. Um, understanding These words the history. do. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we've always said like, could be still be free. One of the things we've done is we've broken down the meaning of the words. Mm-hmm. Cause if you don't really know the meaning of the words, you can't understand the grandiosness of what's behind it. Why is it in the Bible? Right. Why did Paul take the time to pick these words? Yeah. And, and use it. Yeah. So I think it wasn't on accident. Of course it wasn't on accident. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we also oftentimes I, one of the, I have a, two examples of um, people that acted with honesty, mm-hmm. with admirable um, dignity and whatnot. Um, and a lot of times you see it in sports. It's talked about in sports more than anything else. Um, this past weekend, the bears were playing the Eagles in the big playoff game and it was like tied and the kicker had to go and kick a goal. And he made the first one, but the second one he missed Mm -hmm. and everyone went, all the bears fans went banana cakes on this Mm -hmm. guy, like death threats. Can you believe that? I mean, just ridiculous stuff. Well, the next day, they like commentators, they're all giving him a hard time. But the next day, they all start looking at the tape and reviewing the tape. And the kick was blocked. And that's why it didn't go where it was supposed to was go. Was it really? It, was, it ended up being blocked. But do you know what the kicker said? I still should have made that whether it was blocked or not. And like, to me, that was impressive dignity. That was acting with honesty. That was acting with impressive character of just saying, instead he could have very easily been like, of course it was blocked. I tried to tell everybody that, you know, that day, nobody, (laughs) but he just said, I still should have made it. Like that's acting with honesty. Wow. And then I read a, a news article just last night about a FedEx driver 
who had delivered a package to a woman's house and the woman was teary and upset and had talked about how her husband had just passed and the FedEx driver was a younger girl, like maybe in her thirties. And she just had a lot of sympathy for her. Um, and then she left and made other deliveries. But as she was driving, she said, I just really felt like God was telling me to go back to her. So I went back to her house and knocked on the door and the woman came down and still was like teary. And she just said, can I pray with you? And so she just prayed with the woman, like, just asked God to bring comfort and was just there for her. And then she left and the story went viral. I guess the, I don't know if someone caught it on tape. I don't remember Mm -hmm. this particulars about why it went viral, but, or how, um, but just the fact that she like paused her work day and she, the driver said, I every day ask God to use me in whatever way he needs to use me as I'm out on my routes. No way. And he goes, she said, I just was so, I, my heart was beating. My heartstrings were being tugged at. And I knew it was the Holy spirit saying like, that's impressive dignity. That's like that awesome. is Thinking on those yeah. things, like what is the character, what is the high road in this situation? Yeah. What is, what would Jesus do in this situation? It's more than just a bracelet. It's yeah. a meditation oh. of our thought life. Man, how many times people will, you know, hey, I'm a believer or what would Jesus do or whatever. And you're just sitting there going, but you don't necessarily, not that we're, not that we want to cast judgment. The, mm-hmm. the fruit of what it's is going on fruit. just does not equal the message sometimes that is being said. You can tell me all day long that you believe in Jesus and you can even show me that you're like letting someone pray with you. But like, are you Living acting it? out yes. with impressive dignity yeah. and majesty and like a reverence? What I love about um, this series that we're doing is, you know, when we first started Be Still Be Free, part of the reason we did it is because we wanted to quit living in the ideas that Christianity was just a bunch of don'ts. Mm-hmm. That there was so much freedom in Christianity, in having a relationship with Christ, and that it was beyond all these rules that we felt like God had put on us because we were supposed to live a better life and be above reproach or whatever. And really, like when you break it down, you look at a Bible verse like this and the whole passage of Philippians 4. Paul's just given us nuggets, a blueprint. We talked about that. The Bible's really a blueprint. And if there's something in the Bible that says, don't do this or don't do that, it's not because it's, well, if you follow Christ, you will never do that. Mm-hmm. If you love God, it has nothing to do with that. He's saying God loves us so much that he gave us the warning to yes. say, don't do this. This isn't good yes. for you. So in the Bible, there are how many great verses about the power of the mind. Yes. The renewing of our mind, where we put our, what as a man thinketh, all of these things. And, and it's... It's just saying, hey, red red flag. Yeah. There's power in thinking. Yes. So think on these things mm-hmm. and you're going to be okay. Yeah. And it's and we talked about it with, I think it was episode three, where we talked about what it means to be free, like mm-hmm. 170-something episodes ago. Um, one of our most listened to. <laughs> one of the top 10. Because people want to be free. Yeah. But it's like, it's not don't do this and don't do this just for the sake of like, if you break a rule, now you're going to get punished. But it's like Christ saying, you were made not to carry that stuff. So if you break this commandment, if you do this thing, you are going to end up carrying guilt, condemnation, shame, um, fear, anxiety, and your humanity was not made to carry that on your shoulders. That's right. That's right. It's, it's the, um, 
It's the act of being willing to do what's right in order to glorify God and to live in the most freeness that you can. And it's his willingness to give us a blueprint to tell us how Mm -hmm. to live the most free life. Mm -hmm. So there is an element of I love you enough that I want to live a right life and I want to be part of the, the gospel coalition. Yeah. You know, but it's also not about us just being part of the gospel coalition. It's about us trusting our heavenly father enough. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's just like us saying, or, or you were talking about, um, you know, with Jaina and how you were like, this is your journey and you have to take responsibility for it. And it's like, God says, okay, I gave you everything you need, but this is your journey and you have to take yeah. responsibility for it. Yeah. Um, and it's not about me. It's about you because it's already all been about me. I already put my son on the cross. I already mm-hmm. did all these things. Now take this message and live it out. Yeah. But I can't make you live it out. Right. Right. It's like we are at a buffet mm-hmm. and it's not even three ninety nine for us. Like all you can eat seafood buffet. It's just free. Just free. There's a whole buffet of stuff that you can get. Do you need a little forgiveness? Do you need a little love? Do you need a little peace? Do you need a little um, goodness? Whatever you need is right here for your taking. But you're sitting down at the table expecting tablecloths and silver platters and it all to be brought to you. And Jesus is like, it's a free for all. That's right. It's all you can get. That's right. It's anytime. Yeah. But you got to get up and go get you it. You got to get up and go fill your plate up. And then it's up to you what you fill your plate up with. Yeah. So like, if you're thinking about like, like the commandments and the do's and the don'ts, like it says like, thou shalt not covet. So, okay. Stop thinking about what you're coveting about, but instead think on something else that's, that's the right. contrary to that. That's and right. then not coveting doesn't become such a restriction. You know, it's just like, um, when you have negative thoughts about people and you, um, Tell them, you know, if you pray for somebody, you can't think badly about them. Yeah. But nobody really wants to pray for somebody that you don't want to pray for. Right. That's the conscience mind. That's the mind shift that you're willing to change what you're doing. And it takes the power away from the other person Mm -hmm. when you do that. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're taking the power away from from the spiritual warfare aspect of it, too, because you're like, hey, I'm going to do what I I know I ought to do. I'm going to pray for them. And when you start praying for them, it takes away the ability for you to want to talk badly about them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, there's an article by Adrian Rogers, and there's a great questionnaire of things that you can ask yourself um, about your thought life. And are you doing these things to change how you think? But he also says this. The way to not think bad thoughts is not by trying not to think about bad thoughts. He said, for example, try not to think of a submarine right now. Are you sure you're not thinking about a submarine? The only way to not think about a submarine is not by trying not to think about a submarine, but by thinking about something else. So it's like, don't focus on the things that you are trying not to think about, but focus on something else. Romans says, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. True and honest thoughts are what will overcome toxic negative ones every single time. True and honest thoughts. True and honest thoughts. There it is. So practical application. The first one, of course, is to make your own list of like lies, facts, and truth. I love that. You just had three columns. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, just three little columns. You can do it in a journal. You can do it on a Word document, whatever is easier for you. But for what is consuming your thought life right now, what is the lie? What is the fact? And then what is the truth? So good. Um, And then meditate on this devotion. And I am going to... um, 
put it in the website. It's from Shauna Nequist, Daily Devotional Saver. And um, I read it just a couple days ago. I just thought it was the perfect way to like frame um, our thought life. I thought it was just a great illustration. So it's called Blessings and Curses. The verse um, used for this devotion is Genesis 50, 20. You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good. And it's just short. All of her devotions are literally on one page. So um, don't get nervous when I said I'm going to read this and you think it's going to be like four chapters. It says, when you realize that the story of your life could be told a thousand different ways, that you could tell it as a tragedy, but you could choose to call it an epic. That's when you start to learn what celebration is. When you see in front of you, when what you see in front of you is so far outside what you dreamed, but you have the belief, the boldness, the courage to call it beautiful instead of calling it wrong. That's celebration. When you can invest in yourself deeply and unremittingly in the life that surrounds you instead of declaring yourself out of the game once and for all, because what's happened to you is too bad, too deep, too ugly for anyone to expect you to move on from. That's a good, rich place. That's where the things that look like curses start to stand up and shimmer and dance. And when you realize that they may have been blessings all along, or maybe not, maybe they were curses, but the force of your belief and hope and desperate love for life has brought a blessing from a curse, like water from a stone, like life from a tomb, like the story of God over and over. Mm. And then she asked, what events in your past felt like curses and turned out to be blessings? Is there something that seems more like a curse in your life right now? Ask God to show you the good that he will bring out of it. And I just think that's just such the perfect example, that devotion of just, there's so many things that are fact in our life, but what is the truth in it? Yeah. Because God brings blessings. Mm -hmm. God intends it for good. And we can, we could do the lie, the fact and the truth for every single Bible character if we wanted to. I love it. Um, But it's all about how you frame it. I love that. And especially for women, because we are the best at lying to ourselves. We can convince ourselves about just about anything, whether it's... Like the first one, your weight, you're Mm -hmm. not pretty, whatever. Mm -hmm. Nobody likes you Mm -hmm. or it's about other people. You know, you become critical of other people. I mean, you can go just about anywhere with a lie. You certainly can. It's a dangerous slippery slip. I think that's probably the honesty slash lie. I think that's probably the one I think women would probably resonate with most. I really think so too, Mm -hmm. especially because we confuse um, our feelings with truth. Yeah. And yes. we live in a culture that says, well, go according to your feelings and are you happy and you need to be happy. And you know what? Life just isn't all about like mm-hmm. how, if you feel happy or not, like, and if there's right true, this world wouldn't be in the situation that it's in because we've been listening to the happy thing for a long time. Yeah. And there is more depression than ever before mm-hmm. and more divisiveness than ever before. And I just want my kids to be happy. I mean, that's a lie. Like that's not, that's not how we should be focusing on that. No, no, Um, biblical. And then the last one is instead of rehearsing arguments you haven't had yet, imagine, imagining what you would say, how you would react, how you would get revenge. Think about the truth of the situation in light of Christ and think how you can act in it with impressive dignity, inspiring admiration Mm. and majesty. Love that. Um, So I think all of us are maybe in a situation with a person, um, a place, a thing, like we all can be in stuff, but how are you going to choose to think about it? How are you going to choose to act on it? Like get funnel that down and get really specific. Love it with it. So good. Way to go, Monica. Truth is alpha. Love it. I love that. Is that not the coolest? And then that's the first word. To start with, Uh whatever, you know, is true. It's true. Whatever is Christ. Yeah. Whatever is Christ. Think on these things. Woo. And we have a whole Bible full of truth stuff. Oh, that's so true. Huh? No pun intended. (laughs) All right. Let me pray this out. Okay. 
Thank you, God. Another week of just amazing information that um, teaches me, and I hope it speaks to someone else as well. Lord, just be with our listeners wherever they are. If anybody is just really um, in a moment of lies that is just really swallowing them up, I pray, Lord, that you'll deliver them. Help them to be willing to see where they need to change and where they need deliverance and to have the want to to do something about it, Lord. Uh, Just praise you for the time that you give us to be here. And in your name we pray. Amen. Amen.